welcome to the Tea and a Butty podcast. I'm Dominic. And I'm Erica. Today we're going to be talking about listed buildings. But Dominic, what is a listed building? Well, I'll tell you right now. (laughs) (laughs) No, really, what's a listed building? (laughs) Do you want to know? Does anyone know what a listed building is? We'll wait. Raise your hand. Raise you your know, hand. Do you know what a listed building? No, we don't have listed buildings in America. I mean, genuinely. I actually didn't. That's something I didn't do research on. If you have them over here or not, I just did the whole. Well, we don't call them listed. Okay, we'll just explain why. I mean, surely listed... you have some some sort of like preservation, Protect, protected, protection, yeah, 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 yeah protective yeah, status. Yeah, yeah. But listed buildings in the UK, uh, a listed building, and it can be a listed structure too. Meaning what? So like... Um, it can be a signpost. Um, it can be a telephone box. It can be a road like sign. St- like Stonehenge, though. Like, it's yeah. not a building. Yes, it's but... not a building, but it's a structure. Yeah. You know, it's a structure it's, it's that they're not going to knock down sig- <laughs> anytime soon. You know, significant interest in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, a listed building or a listed structure is one that has been placed on one of the statutory lists maintained by a historic England in England... Uh, the historic environment Scotland in Scotland, Cadw in Wales, Cadw, which is spelled C-A-D-W, and Northern Ireland Environment Agency in Northern Ireland. So they're responsible for if someone wants to say, "Hey, I live in a in a building that should be listed." Yeah. Uh, how do I go about it? And almost anything can be listed. You can you can go and see and but it's got to meet criteria and everything. You okay, know? yeah. Um, and it's actually not known how many listed buildings there are in the UK because you know it's, what? <laughs> how can that be possible? Surely there's a list somewhere. There's a list, but it's only covering one building, and it could be on an estate. You know, a massive estate with small outer buildings and everything like that. So, say like. Wait, what? I mean, explain that a little more. You know, you get you get an estate, right? You know, you get a big house and, you know, you've got acres of land of it. Yeah. There's small outbuildings as well, you know? Okay. Which is covered, which are covered under the... So, so they're separate like, buildings. Like, so, like, for example, Downton Abbey, let's say, if it's a real place, which... And it has a little cottage. It's just not called Downton Abbey. It's called High Clare Castle. And, and I think that is listed. I think that's grade one listed. Okay, we'll but talk the, about the grades later, But though. that's one specific place... On a certain amount of land, and yeah. there may be like a little um, cottage or something, land or... keeper's cottage yes. in the back. Yes, and that can also be listed. Yeah, is that, is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah, that Both. can be. Yeah, or it, or it cannot. Whole, possibly yeah, it could. Be it cannot possibly be listed, but it probably is if it's like as old as that or whatever. It was built around the same time. Yeah, and you know, it's estimated in England. Historic England estimates there are currently around 500,000 listed buildings in England. Yeah. Because people can go, oh, well, it's listed buildings because oh, I can list my building because it's historically... So does every listed building or structure or whatever have a blue plaque? I'm not actually sure. I don't think... I, I think it... it, it it can and it can't. I think you can choose whether to. So that's not yeah. just. It's not just just the blue plaque you can, you, places you, you, that are listed. Yeah, it you, can be the heritage is like. I think you can apply to get a blue plaque put anywhere, even oh. not on a listed building. Oh, okay. You know, like someone of significance lived here. You know, 
Well, for example, in Baker Street, you know, yeah. on that bank, on that on on where the Apple Boutique used to be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they've got John Lennon and George Harrison and he worked here. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And we took a picture of that. Yeah. Because it's quite funny because it's where the, it's, there's a bank there now, but it used to be the Apple Boutique in the late 60s and that only lasted like five minutes. Yeah. And they had to close it down because they were hemorrhaging money and everything. But because those two people are dead and yeah. they were of national interest. Yeah. They put a blue oh, plaque there. Oh, that's what there. The, the blue plaque. It's like national interest. It's like, and oh, that's a, and it can, those Sir Isaac can... Newton lived here between the years of... Whenever, you and those know. can only be about somebody that's dead, right? Uh, it's only someone that's dead. Yeah. So, like, let's say Paul McCartney's old house on, in Liverpool, yeah. even though the um, what is it? The National Trust National own it. National Trust owns it, so that means it's listed or not necessarily. Uh, it's. I think it's listed now. Yeah, I think it's grade two listed. It doesn't. Ha- it does not have a blue plaque on, on it, it because he is still living. He's still living. Yeah. Okay. Um. John's the blue plaques are sort of more like memorials. Then, they're right? mem- they're memorials of people of national interest. Rather yeah, you can't just say, "Oh, my dad lived here." <laughs> you know, <laughs> my dad lived here between the years of nineteen ninety three to nineteen ninety nine. You know, but and he was like, he was my dad. <laughs> okay, you know. My dad's very important to me. I want yes. a, I want a plaque there. But he's not important to anyone him. else. Just you. <laughs> no one else cares about your dad but you. <laughs> but yeah, that does shock me that that they don't know how many listed building buildings there are. The total number is all, is difficult to monitor because one entry will often cover a number of different buildings. So say you know as we were saying, oh Downton Abbey could have like several. You know, on the same property, such as outbuildings on large estates or rows of terraced houses. You know, because <sighs> why that, that's don't they in, keep track indi- of each individual one. Then that doesn't make any sense. Because really. they just can't be bothered. I think. I think that's <laughs> but it's, it's like it's, why it's, make it listed? How do they know not to knock it down then if they don't have track? If, if they because someone is keeping somewhere. is someone keeping track? Oh, that's a listed building over there. You know, that's grade two or grade one or whatever. Grade two star. There's three. Okay, let's go into the into what they are. Grade one is buildings of exceptional interest. That's like the highest grade you can get. Yeah. Uh, grade two. So star. like Buckingham Palace. Buckingham is Palace. A yeah, grade Buckingham one. Palace is one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll 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 list a some couple examples. Uh, some examples. Um, uh, Royal Albert Dock of Liverpool is a grade one. Really. Yeah. Interesting. They've made that. Um, Blackpool Tower in Blackpool is a grade one. Ponticillite Aqueduct in North Wales is one. Tower Bridge in London is one. The Clifton Suspension Bridge in Bristol is one. Hmm. And the York Minster in York. So probably it has something listed. to do with like um, architectural Architectural and also built before a certain time. Okay. It's like that's you the You don't crit- know the specific criteria for it to make it yeah, a, yeah. a grade one? Uh, well, the specific... It's usually, like, the criteria, age and rarity. The older a building is, the more likely it is to be listed. All buildings erected before 1700 yeah. that contain a significant proportion of their original fabric, which is, like, stonework, interior, whatever, yeah, uh, will be listed. It's, like, yeah, automatically. I, I wonder, that would be an interesting, like, maybe, maybe as, as a separate podcast, I would like to find out and talk about how many buildings in Britain there actually 
are from that from before 1700 because yeah because in my head before before i traveled to britain everything was Every, be everything like that. was built before 17 <laughs> we all lived in houses that were built during the middle ages <laughs> everything was like yeah middle ages thatched roofing you know all of that kind of stuff and really obviously it's the not. renaissance was just something that happened we didn't bother updating or getting on it's it's like you know it's like that stereotype about britain it's like oh everything over there is old yeah and it's like it's older than over here but yet not sometimes yeah sometimes you know? but not necessarily i mean on the on the east coast in the northeast you have buildings that are from the same period as, as some Britain, which you, you know? know yeah yeah some yeah that's true you know you have quite a lot actually and you know I, and i'd imagine that and... a lot of boston is quite old unless they decided to pull it down or whatever you yeah know? um but yeah in britain i mean the, we went through world war ii i mean we went through world war yeah. one but world war ii did a lot of damage you know, in London, the, the Great Fire of London in the 1600s pretty much wiped everything out because it was built of made of wood. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then they were just like, oh, well, we better start using stone now. And then, boom, that was bombed by a bomb, you know, right. whatever, you know. And, yeah. And, you know, it's st- but there's still stuff that's quite old there, you know. I mean, for me, I don't want to say it the, was, yeah. I don't want to say it was disappointing, but it was, it was disappointing. disappointing. <laughs> way someone who's like real like me who's really into history i thought all right you know europe britain you know this is gonna be oh this is gonna be so good i want to see castles it's gonna be so old okay castles you do have some old castles yeah so they're grade one automatically (laughs) you know the ones that are still like alnick castle i'm sure is grade one yeah um you know the tower of london obviously that's a castle so anything yeah. before 1700 is grade one. It's grade one. It's yeah. going to be listed, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, buildings built between 1700 and 1840 are listed. After 1840, more selection is exercised and particularly careful selection is applied after 1945. You know, like you're not going to get something that was built in... 1980. 1980 <laughs> as listed, unless right. they say oh wow this is quite visually unique so maybe like the gherkin i'm wondering if the the glass building you yeah know, buildings like the... less than 30 years old are rarely listed unless they're of outstanding quality and under threat uh, okay so they li- they might list yeah. something that's under threat of being demolished for some yeah you know, to make way for something else they might go and actually it's like, and it's and you know outstanding quality could be an aesthetic merit you know, like if it's visually unique, yeah. you know, if it's shaped like a massive... Like the shard or the... Gherkin. The shard. Yeah, I imagine <laughs> they probably got them, you know, that they can't pull them down. Yeah. You know? Uh, and selectivity, of course, where a large number of buildings of a similar type survive the policy is to only list the most representative or significant amples, examples. So if, like, there was a ton of shards in every city, only the one in London will be listed. Yeah. You know, like if they built a shard in Birmingham or Liverpool or something like that. To, oh, it's it's like the shard in London. Oh, They're yeah. not going to list them because it's like, we've already got one in London. That's listed. <laughs> we've you already know, got one of those. That one staying, <laughs> that one can be pulled down whenever you want, you know. <laughs> oh, um, my God. But yeah, grade two star mm-hmm. is particularly important buildings of more than special interest. Like? So Battersea Power Station in London. 
Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Liverpool Metropolitan Cathedral. Particularly in important yeah. buildings. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so this is impo- this is all very like subjective. Though. It's it's subjective, but enough people have gone. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't take that down. <laughs> the Middlesbrough Transporter Bridge in Middlesbrough, which you've seen on the third series of Off Weed Seen Pet, they took it down and built it in Arizona, kind of like what they did with the London Bridge. Oh, that was the, that's a Middlesbrough Transporter Bridge. Oh, it's yeah. like it's like this big, massive structure which carries cars across the river. Mm. And you know, it's like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool feat of engineering, you know. Yeah. Um, Cleveland Bridge in Bath, uh, Rise Hall in Rise, Yorkshire, and St John's Jerusalem in Sutton at Hone in Kent. So really distinguishing between the Grade One and Grade Two. I mean, Gra- well, this is Grade Two star. So this is even this is even more, more important, important than, than Grade, grade two. two. Okay, but but distinguishing doesn't really make any difference right <laughs> it, 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 it doesn't no except for maybe to whoever owns the special interests it, so yeah maybe just it just makes dif- a difference to who whoever owns that property it for value purposes maybe if they wanted to sell or something they wanted to sell or they wanted like tourism i think it, it's like a tourist kind of thing you know like for example the middlesbrough transporter bridge what else has Mis- middlesbrough got you yeah. know <laughs> Oh, poor Middlesbrough. I mean, Chris Rea. That's that's the only other t- tourism. <laughs> Driving home for Christmas, you know. Chris Rea was from Middlesbrough. That's the only other thing they've got. That and the and the and the transporter bridge. A shout out, no Vito same pet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, grade two buildings. These are buildings that are of special interest, wonder, warranting every effort to preserve them. I wonder why grade two star and then grade two. Why there not was just grade two and grade then grade three. three? There was a grade three, but it was abolished in 1970. <laughs> okay. No, yeah, no one knows why. Oh my god, I love Britain. They're so ridiculous. <laughs> why? Like... Why have they done that? Oh no. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh. Um. Anyway, grade two buildings include. Abbey Road Studios in London. Okay, yeah. Um, the Adelphi Hotel in Liverpool. I mm-hmm. stayed there. <laughs> uh, the BT Tower, which was formerly the Post Office Tower in London. You've seen that big tower, you know, it's like... Yeah, yeah. Um, Bromhill Pool in Ipswich. The Birmingham Back-to-Backs in Birmingham, which Bromhill is... Bromhill Pool, like meaning it... It's a swimming pool. But it's it's like it looks like a fancy Art Deco one, I think. Oh yeah, huh. Um, uh, the Birmingham back to backs, which are row houses, terraced houses, which share a backyard courtyard, which were like Peaky Blinders <laughs> era. Yeah. And, you know, for poor people yeah. who lived in Birmingham at that time, you know, they 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 were built and they shared a courtyard in the back, and kids played out there and then went back into the houses. Yeah. It's like, those are probably the only ones of those type still around in Birmingham, because everything else was just raised to the ground, you know? Yeah. Uh, probably bombed during the war, too. Yeah. Um, and Surbiton Railway Station in London, which I looked up Surbiton Railway Station, and it looks like it was built in the 1960s. Oh. It looks very, like, 1960s architecture-ish. Yeah. Like, what they thought, like, oh, the future, you know, the 1950s. <laughs> I, I'm not really sure when it was built. But yeah, it's it's grade two for yeah. whatever reason. And these 
just to reiterate, these are by no means the only ones that are in. No, 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 no. These are just these are just examples. examples. Yeah. yeah, there's there's tons of them. There's I mean there's over five hundred thousand in in England alone. Yeah, and then you got Wales. I mean castles and churches. They have their own sort of like rating system. I think it's grade A, B, and C, but they're sort of the same thing. You okay, know? yeah. Um, ba- basically, because they were knocking down churches in in England in the sixties all the time. Yeah, we're just demol- demolishing this church to put up a high rise. To you put know, up a pub, and people were like, yeah, <laughs> put up a pub. Yeah, they could build a pub there. Yeah, I mean, they could <laughs> theoretically do whatever. You know. Yeah. But um. Yeah, they were knocking down those churches and they were knocking down stuff. And then, the, like, Church of England, I guess, formed its own historical society. So we must preserve these churches. They were built in the 1800s. And, yeah. you know, they're wonderful pieces of architecture and everything, you know. So I guess that's the same sort of thing, you know. And historical England just covers everywhere else, like, you know, yeah, the castles and everything. I mean, Victorian architecture is really absolutely gorgeous. It makes me wonder, though, like talking about churches because churches in Britain are seeing such a, like a rapid decline in um, church goers. Mm. What are these churches that are, that are listed buildings? What are they going to be? Because a listed They're building. They're going to be Airbnbs, aren't they? Well, no, I was going to. At some point. No, but you didn't, you haven't mentioned, but you can't alter listed buildings no uh, yeah i was just gonna get to that that listing is not a preservation order preventing change it does not freeze a building in time you it's like if you buy that i thought it did no no it it simply means that listed building consent must be applied for in order to make any changes to that building which might affect its special interest which means they could write back and say oh i want to put a bathroom in um buckingham palace yeah or i want to put like a you know i want to i want to build an extension onto it yeah can we do it you know and they might find back oh yeah that's fine or most of the time they'll probably say nah you're not going to do that because you don't want to affect the way it looks yeah because people will be able to see that and they'll moan about it so no yeah it's too much you know so most it's not a preservation order you can apply for you can apply for a permit but it's 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 up to historic England or you know these other organizations whether they'll allow it you know yeah and most of the time they won't. Well, a lot of the time, I mean, well, like some with with something like a church, for example, though, yeah, they they it seems like they would have to allow some sort of changes to be made to make it an Airbnb or to make it a pub or uh yeah you know yeah well interior wise yeah because i mean savile row yeah i wanted to talk about that. To three savile row where um the beatles had their apple headquarters mm-hmm. and that's on a that's on a taylor row which is i think most of the buildings on that row are listed yeah maybe grade two well savile row is very well known across the world isn't it as, as being a, like the the, the the epicenter of tailoring yeah it's like my tailor at Savile Row. Being the epitome of, yeah. Of class and distinction mm-hmm. and, oh, yes, you know, tailors and, yeah, you know, your suits are all cut there. and Yeah. And so for you guys who are unaware, who are not maybe as beetle crazy as Dominic <laughs> and I, um, the Beatles had Apple 
their Apple headquarters was there on Savile Row, and of course, it n- no longer was Apple then. After oh, they, they well, they they moved out of the building in like nineteen seventy three. It's something. where they did the rooftop concert, the, their final perf- live performance, yeah. which I think is what kind of gave it a grade two listing. Anyway, I think maybe it was covered because I think some of the I think it was covered anyway because it's like it was built at the same time as everything else mm-hmm. in Savile Row and. So it was given that kind of, it's like a, a big, huge townhouse, basically. Yeah. Uh, I think three or four floors, maybe five. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure, because there's a basement, too. There, oh, and there's a basement, that's right, yeah. Cause that, and that's where that's where their studio was, as well. Mm. That's where they filmed a lot of Let It Be. And then they had their concert on the roof in 30th of January, 1969. <laughs> which... <laughs> Was their final at live appearance s- at seven o'clock? Seven. It was actually it was three. PM. It was actually it was actually lunchtime. <laughs> it was it was lunchtime. It's like um, and so they had it, they had it up there, and then, you know, that the, they split up, and then Apple moved out of there in like nineteen seventy two or seventy three, and it remained kind of derelict. No one went in there for, forever. Yeah, and. I don't know who bought it, then someone bought it, and then it went to Abercrombie and Fitch, <laughs> who turned it into an Abercrombie Kids. Yeah. And of course, people were like, oh, you know, because there was so many people wanting to buy it. Well, the tailors. And turn it into street. some Beatles museum. Well, no. As we were... <laughs> I don't know. We don't know if anybody besides us wanted to buy it, but Dominic and I, and I don't know if I should divulge this, because this is going to give somebody the idea, and if somebody else does this idea, who's not me... Yeah, if, I'm gonna if, be really pissed off. <laughs> if someone buys it off Abercrombie and Fitch, and you know doesn't say we had the idea, then we're coming for you. <laughs> yes, we're coming for you. Yeah, because you know we were just like, well, first of all, the Taylors, the other um, real Taylors yeah, on the street. Taylors, I don't know yeah. what what I was word I was looking for there, but um, they were they were protesting Abercrombie and Fitch coming because it's just it's like. like it's, it's a chain. It's, it's a chain, yeah. Yeah. Um, and and, 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 and that there's an association, you know, like a homeowner's association. There's a tailor's association, yeah. which pretty much owns all of Savile Row. Yeah. And just like, oh. And that's why it was derelict for so long, I think, because nobody could buy it. Because I think they didn't even want the Beatles there. They're, indiv- you know, they're individually owned they're um, bespoke. They're very, like, high-end places. And then, oh, they're going to tack of freaking Abercrombie and Fitch down yes. the whole corner of the street. It's just like, I could understand them going, no, we don't want, you know, we don't want tourists in this area, which, I mean, there were already Beatles tourists coming to visit. Yeah. Because when we went, we visited there, there's a photo of you, we'll probably put it up on um, Instagram at some point. The door was like, boarded up and yeah. everything, everything was boarded up. It wasn't Abercrombie then. No. They hadn't bought it at that time. It was just derelict. And so Dominic and I were just like, oh, we should somehow try to come up with the money, which, <laughs> which obviously, you know, however many millions of pounds they sold it for. I think you can find it on Google if you Google, but yeah. um, we were like, oh, maybe we could do a Kickstarter, a GoFundMe or something like that, raise the money. We really just thought this would be the absolute perfect place for a Beatles museum in London because there's not really one. 
there's, there, there is one, but it's next to the Sherlock Holmes Museum on Baker Street. It's not a, be- and it, it's not it's a not, museum. It's, uh, it's just a shop. It's just a shop, yeah. Yeah. And there's not really a museum to the no, Beatles. No. In the, I mean, obviously you'd think, why would you put it in London? It's like the Beatles spent a significant part of their career in London. Yeah. It's like they were in London for most of it. I mean, yeah, Liverpool was where they were born and raised and everything, but London is where they worked and recorded all of the music. I mean, you could say Abbey Road is 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 a is a museum to the Beatles, but it's not, you know, it's yeah. not like specific. It's like there's been a ton of artists that have gone through those doors, you know, past pre- and present. And, 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 you know, it's like they just happen to be the most famous because they walked across the Abbey Road. Oh, and Abbey Road thing? That's, uh, that's grade Ab- two. Abbey Road Crossing. Crossing, yeah. The Abbey, <laughs> Abbey Road, Road thing. Pelican Cross. Yeah, I can't remember what you call it. Crosswalk. Crosswalk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why I'm like thing, you know, because it's like <laughs> Pelican Crossing or Crosswalk. Yeah. Um, that's, that's also part of the, the, um, the grade two listing. Pelican Crossing, zebra crossing, pelican zebra crossing. Yeah, they call it pelican zebra. Whatever, same same thing. (laughs) Well, we do call it both. Anyway, interchangeable. Anyway, we wanted to get the building. We wanted to turn it into a Beatles museum. Have a little recording space down in the studio. Hire some people to do rooftop concerts every once in a while. You know, you could have done the rooftop. It was going to be absolutely perfect, but no, Abercrombie. No, Savile Row would have gone mental. If yeah. we'd done, if we'd done, if we'd done rooftop it, concerts, they would have gone mental. <laughs> it would not have infringed on their business in the way that Abercrombie. Well, has Abercrombie really infringed on their uh, business? Not really, know? no. No, I wouldn't think so. I mean, I don't think, yeah. But anyway, I think part of the thing, um, once once Abercrombie got a hold of the building, then they were going, okay, well, you can't make any changes. Well, to they can't it. make any changes to the facade of it anyway. Yeah, but because they, they did. They knocked through, I think, because they own that whole corner around the corner as well. They knocked through to yeah, it. Have yeah. You seen, have you yeah. seen the pictures of the... Yeah. The, it's like almost a whole, like, kind of block going people that, got, around yeah. the corner direction. Well, it's a yeah. Huge, it's a huge store. Because people... Yeah, I mean, people... Um, go in there now just because it's like oh this is where they, they yeah they that work. that's cool because you couldn't used to go in there you could only see it from the outside yeah. and i mean you can't go up to the roof i don't think but i think they've got plaques in there now you know like little gold they've brass got some plaques. sort of well, the beatles owned the beatles. this building yeah. or they worked here you know john yeah. lennon and george harrison worked here and i think <laughs> i've heard somewhere they sell like abercrombie and fitch brand beatles yes yes they've got like a little beetle section in there yeah you know but it's like yeah that's tacky <laughs> it's like it's totally not what we were gonna do we were just gonna we were just gonna sell beatles um approved merchandise <laughs> but anyway yeah yeah i think yeah i mean that's what basically what a listed building but that's is. interesting because yeah i definitely thought that there was a preservation order like i thought you could not make changes to listed buildings at all it's kind of it's kind of yeah i mean you you, you can't without permission yeah and you rarely get the permission <laughs> right it's what it what it boils down to at the end of the day you know yeah but yes um i think that's that's about it that's for about this it topic. yeah that's about it for this topic yeah because I mean, uh... Well, I just want to do kind of a little PSA <laughs> oh. regarding the beginning of this podcast where we sort of were making fun of um, scripted shows, people who do script Scripted scripts. podcasts. People oh, who not, make it, not, not, not making fun. We script hours. 
We we make notes. We make notes and we refer I mean, to them and we just kind of read out passages sometimes. I mean, you can definitely not call what we do a script. <laughs> but there are scripted people out there. Yeah, and I and I don't want to say that I'm making that we were making fun of them, but I just want to make clear or sort of invite you guys to give us your feedback on the way we podcast. I know we're we're not the most professional podcast. Like obviously you guys One are, day we will be though. One day we'll be so professional. You guys are not you, you'll turn off. <laughs> you guys are not tuning in to like get NPR style broadcasts from from us. This is you know? Terry Gross from NPR. <laughs> this is fresh air. The whole point of the whole point of our show is just a chat. You know, we want to chat with you guys. Yeah, we want to chat and we want, you know, if you're listening in, you can be like, blah, blah, blah. You know, you can say something a bit. We, we, we unfortunately can't hear you. <laughs> we, 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 we were going to have guests on here. We may not respond, but... <laughs> we, we're going to have guests on at some point, I think. Maybe, yeah. It's a bit... We used to have guests on our old podcast. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean... Nowadays, we just we just kind of have the time to just sit down and talk, and then yeah. I'll edit, and then you know, I mean, yeah. get it out to you, you know. But the whole point, anyway, the whole point of this is just for us to have a chat. We just want to chat about things that we would normally chat about. Um, we just had one of our followers on Instagram was messaging with us back and forth, and she was just saying, "Oh, I like how you guys. Um, it's the perfect length for like a lunch break or." 30 minutes, or yeah, because we used to do an hour, but that we had music in our old podcast yeah, too. Yeah, which, which we can't really do. We can't really do now <laughs> because, I mean, copyright. But let us know, do you guys enjoy the sort of loose format that we have here where we just chat, we have some notes, and we kind of... I know it, sometimes it's a bit like, for me personally... And this is getting this is getting a little bit personal, but for me personally, I feel a little bit like, oh, maybe we should have explained that clearer, or maybe we should have like really like yes, we didn't really flow from one subject to the next like really smoothly, and maybe we yes. should have really scripted that, that out. Probably a bit more. does some people's heads in, I, I guess, because I try to keep it on topic. I try, but then you yeah. start talking about something else and it just like, oh, it leads naturally into that. <laughs> yeah. Or I start talking about something else. Yeah. And it leads naturally and we just forget about everything. We just go way <laughs> off script. I mean, do we? Well, like just now, obviously we had not planned to do any of this bit of... Um, yeah, and that's your fault because you started this all up. But I, know, I genuinely want to know. I mean, obviously... We want to talk about things that you guys are interested in, but we also want to talk in a way that you guys want to hear us. You know, do you prefer it to be more scripted? Like, would you write, would you like us to say, well, Dominic, tell me now about listed buildings. <laughs> and he says, Erica, it is not currently known how many listed buildings there, there are, are in, in the, the UK. UK. You know, it's just like. The total number is also difficult to monitor because one entry will often cover a number of different buildings. For me, buildings. that feels a bit stiff. It feels a bit unnatural. And I don't know that I could pull it off. But if I that's think what be, you guys would I prefer. I think if we spoke very softly and just like... More slowly. Slow, slowly. And I know we go do, to we, sleep. We talk you go to bit. sleep and you're on your lunch break. And this, you is, need not to get back AS, work, this is not an ASMR yeah. kind of... <laughs> you know, oh. we're not here for that. That's a whole different thing. Um, I don't know. I just wanted to put it out there and let you guys tell us what you want. Um, 
I pr- I prefer the more loose format, even though it can get a bit sloppy. I think, I think we can, I think we pull it. I think we pull it together nicely, though. We don't completely <laughs> go off topic. We don't, you know, like we're we not do talking completely about oranges go off topic. or apples or something like that. That's going. Oh yeah, do you, oh yeah, like we those, start talking about dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Yeah, uh, that's our next podcast topic. Actually, <laughs> dinosaurs. And where were they in the UK? <laughs> so let just let us know. Just we like to hear from you anyway. Yes. Send us a message and let's let talk. us know. Let's chat. <laughs> Give us some feedback. Thank you so much as always for yeah. listening. We really appreciate you tuning in and um, supporting our podcast. Without you guys, we wouldn't make these podcasts. So yeah. We appreciate that. We probably would. And, well, <laughs> we'd be sitting around talking like this anyway, whether, whether you'd be recording or not, I'm not sure, but, <laughs> um, thanks, thanks. Thanks a, thanks a lot. <laughs> thanks a lot, everybody. We'll see you next we'll time. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.